All right, to end the episode, episode four, um, we're going to be talking about the Mexican foreign policies. Starting off with the first question, um, to what extent does Congress play a role in domestic policy? And to what extent does Congress play a role in foreign policy? Um, I'll be using evidence from scenarios we discussed in class as acts. As we know, the Congress is not the branch that controls more so the funds and budget of the U.S. government. The Congress represents the citizens of America and also make laws. Um, these laws tend to be able to link the domestic policy, but the Congress position in domestic policy brings question into play other authorities and powers of both the Congress and President, and how they are limited between the two. With the foreign policy that Congress has, I say just the right amount of power to hold an argument for or against the president. For example, war power. Um, this policy so basically gives the president the basic right to to rule over and make the decisions as far as like war power and military comes about. Um the president is granted the lead and the Congress makes so make the best decision. Um evidence I have used from scenarios from a couple of days back. Um the first scenario stated what Trump was trying to do, planning out to carry out the president's new threat to cut funding from like to reopen the school buildings and whether the administration even has the authority to do it. Um, this is a good example of what the domestic policy was covering in this scenario, which is education and money and funding. And as we know, Congress basically controls funding and budgeting. And um, the president somehow had to overrule it. Uh, scenario two is more so focusing on foreign policy. Um, in the U.S. Constitution, the power to make war is shared by the executive and legislative branches as commander-in-chief of the military. The president is charged with directing the armed forces. Congress, meanwhile, is vested with the power to declare war and raise and support armies. Is what was quoted, quote-unquote. Um, so, like I said, the foreign policy focuses more on uh, diplomacy. The Congress has general powers, whereas they only... Can- is they only are an influence to different situations and issues. Um, the president has the ability to dictate foreign policies quicker than the Congress, as we know that. Also, um, just a quick stop and jot. Diplomacy is basically managing international disputes, creating settlements to um, lower the chance from you know war or, or any. Any other conflicts and issues? Uh, as we jump in back into it, mandatory spending is uncontrollable spending set by the Congress. Discretionary spending isn't required by authority or law yet done through appropriation bills. Appropriation bills are basically what provides the funding that is distributed Amongst different government-ran programs, as a result of these acts of bills, there will be a lot of negotiation to be held, um, either between the government or simply between the president and the Congress, who controls the budget and spending. My opinion on this is um, mandatory spending 
be, could result negatively, but it is controlled by someone that actually looks out for the people. Discretionary spending is basically another way to spend money with some type of limit. That is basically my opinion. In my opinion, is both of them could either help us lose or gain. So it's really no opposition on these two. As we jump back into the, the conclusion, I want you to think about why did they create these policies? Why were they established? Um, basically for political and funding issues that needed to be focused on more. Um, the U.S. health economy and society needed more assistance as it comes into um establishing stability uh the domestic policy was set into place to focus more on society's worldwide welfare and health and with the foreign policy it was more so focusing on worldwide politics and the nation's politics for instance diplomacy was focused on a lot it had a lot of attention to it where more so in the foreign policy you had they had to make negotiations agreements and had to have conferences and, and stuff like that. Um, also, the foreign policy focused on military and defense, environmental and foreign aid. However, how can we do that if the power and authority above are can't be on level terms? Notice I didn't say the same because obviously one and another won't have the exact same amount of power but it's never just up to one person. Just because the Congress says so, the president has to agree. Just because the president says so, the president has to be able to convince the Congress to follow through also. So it's not always based on one person's decision. It, it, everyone plays a part, basically. Um, basically, this is just explains, it kind of explains my overall theme on freedom versus virtue. Basically, the Congress represents more for freedom and for the people. The president connects more to virtue because with freedom, Congress can basically, I would say, advocate, advocate for the people in in United States. President is the one that initiates whatever is came into terms with. And this kind of explains why things happen the way they do and when it comes to very important settlements. So as my opinion comes to an end, I feel like without the Congress, and president working as a team, things will not be handled the correct way or the way they should be.
just to clear up any confusion, if it is, in the terms of the domestic policy, I would say Congress plays more of a bigger role in it. But with the foreign policy, Congress doesn't have as much authority as much as the president does because the president is considered, I would say, commander-in-chief, leaving the Congress at a disadvantage, if that makes any sense or it explains it better for you.